Hey, I'm Duncan. And I'm Emily. And it's, it's podcast, podcast time. Duncan, what's up? Hey, Emily. <laughs> We're at my house. Change of scenery. Yeah, for this new recording. a new location for the podcast recording. It's much brighter. You have windows. Oh yeah. In your apartment, I guess so. But you always have your lights on, so it seems fine. Yeah, but they're like bad halogen, like awful. Oh yeah. Like buzzy back of the back of the supermarket, <laughs> like scary section lights. Scary section mm. lights. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see you know, you walk to the back of the store and the it's break like... break room at Walmart? Right. There's one like buzzing in and out. <laughs> click, click, click. God. Something's a murder. It's like a horror film. Uh, so we did something pretty cool last night. Yeah, we did. That was fun. Uh, we went to our friend's graduate... Was it her thesis defense? It was Or her, just her presentation? Yeah, it was like a thesis presentation. Yeah. She didn't really... For her master's degree. Defend, right. It wasn't actually like... She's, because she has a really cool specialty. Right. She got masters. her... She just got her master's in comic arts. Yeah. I tell people that all the time and they're like, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. I didn't know until she started doing the program that that's a thing. I mean, if, but of course it is a thing because there's school, specialty schools out there. Yeah. And of course, right. well, I mean, like, only in San Francisco, or like, of That's course, right. there is one in San Francisco. Yeah, in a place you know? as big as this, of course, <laughs> yeah. someone's got some little niche art school where they offer a master's in comics. Yeah. Do you uh, know, is there any history with comics in San Francisco? Like, is there a... You know, I... Maggie right now. There's a lot, yeah, sure, there's a lot of uh, comics based out you know, out here. And I know that in like written. Yeah. I know there's a lot of yeah, comic based artists on San Francisco. Okay. Yeah. Who are based out here. Uh, and uh, like the artists who live out here. It's, I mean, it's an artist hub. Yeah. In definitely. The area. I also, there used to be, it closed. I was really sad about that, but there used to be a comics museum in San Francisco. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a tiny little like two room museum, <laughs> uh, that had comics from all over the world. How cool. Uh, I only went, I only got to go once and then I like put it off, put it off. And finally I like wanted to go again. And I walked down and it was closed. It's gone. Aww. Um, I don't think they moved either. I think they just shut down, which is really sad. Yeah. Because I love those little museums. And I love I comics. Know. Yeah, um, I know. I do too. What's your favorite comic? That's a hard question. I grew up reading like Tintin. Oh, yeah. Uh, you love Tintin. Oh, the Tintin that comics are so good. Uh, and I've read every, I, you know, I grew up reading every single one and watching the old cartoon show. Uh, they're so, so well done. So the old ones, the older ones are a little racist. Oh, really? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it was, you know. Where was it made? Belgium. Okay. Hergé, the author, is I was from like, Belgium. Oh, France. I don't know why. I just well, it's because it's in French because it's the French part of Belgium. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, okay. But yeah, it's a Belgium. There's actually a ton of Belgium comic artists. Really? Yeah, it's, hmm. it's um, in France and in Europe, the comic there, world there is huge. That's cool. Uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And another like comic session I grew up or comic book I grew up reading were the, in Europe, they also have the, these like Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse comics. Okay. But they're different than, oh, well, I guess we don't have like comics. Yeah. It's the same characters. It's the same characters. Different. It's Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse, Goofy, Uncle Scrooge and everything. But they like go on these crazy adventures, uh, 
that never get made into to shows or movies or anything. Oh, interesting. And those are those are awesome. Are they a little dark? Are they a little inappropriate? No, 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 no. Like, they're totally they're like for kids. Oh, okay. uh, they they're pretty Dang. epic though. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted like a dark, gritty. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> like a dark, gritty Donald Duck. <laughs> I guess they yeah, get into so, that. I mean, some fairy tales are really dark, you know. I remember for a while, um, the name of the books that come out are, are uh, Super Pixu Jail, which means giant Super Pixu, and Pixu is the Scrooge McDuck name oh. in French. And I remember for a while they put out uh, this series of Donald Duck comics that were much more grittily drawn. Oh, interesting. And he was like a superhero. He like got this like glove that like let him fly and punch really hard and everything. I feel like I've seen that now that you're talking about the glove. Oh, really? Like a rocket. It's like it was almost a rocket powered glove and it would stretch and punch things. And I was like, is that? Is that Donald Duck? Right. Like, who is that? <laughs> I think they called it Power Duck. Was oh, like his nice. superhero yeah, name. Yeah, okay, okay. Is that familiar? Yeah, That's it interesting. Does. I've never seen it in America or know like American people who know yeah. about it. I've been to Europe. <laughs> it's, it's true. Maybe you saw it there. You? Yeah, I don't know where I would have seen it though. Um, but then I, I had like another comic renaissance when i was in college mm-hmm. i discovered web comics oh yeah you love web comics i do i don't read them as much as i used to yeah but for a few years in college it was like every day every day like 12 to 13 different comic strips had updated and i would read the latest comic wow, that's dedication well, it was cool so i don't know did you ever read the comics in the newspaper um yeah the funnies yeah i did i read the funnies for a little while my dad would like pass it to me. He'd be like, you want to read some of the paper? And I'd be like, no, <laughs> no. give me the comics though. Yeah. I'll read that. Right. <laughs> that part's pretty. I want to read that. <laughs> yeah, that has all the funny <laughs> stories and the character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I grew up reading those every single morning. Oh my gosh. Like my daily ritual was get up, read the entire comic section of the you newspaper. You were born an old man. Do you realize that? <laughs> you grew, you grew no. up reading the paper. Every day. Yeah, but the comics <laughs> in the paper. But still. <laughs> Maybe it's true. Maybe. It... Tiny little old man. Tiny old man Duncan. <laughs> sounds adorable, by the way. <laughs> Probably was adorable. But when I, disco- <laughs> when I discovered web comics, it was like, uh, then you subscribe to them online and mm-hmm. then every day you get basically like a digital version of the comics. Yeah. In the paper. Um, oh, true. Yeah. So you just go through the the latest comic of your whatever ones you like, and then that's your like daily. Yeah, I mean, I guess reading. it's the same thing. It's like when people read the news every day. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, or like was... I'll listen to like a news podcast in the mornings as of late. Oh, really? Yeah. What 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 news podcast? The Daily. The Daily. Yeah. Cool. New York Times. Thanks, The Daily. <laughs> oh, it's a New York Times produced podcast. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. it's really good. I like it. I, there's a... Uh, updated. There's an oversat... I'm trying really... Yeah, exactly. I'm trying really hard to not get oversaturated with Donald Trump. Yeah. News. The way they do... I, su- I highly recommend this because it's... The way they do it is not too heavy. I don't okay. know. It's very... They give you the facts. They give you what you, they, what you need to know. And I don't know. I mean... They kind of have this spin on it that's like optimistic, like okay, everyone cool. thinks he's crazy, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Which maybe we're just realizing that he's not getting anything done, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's not talk about him. Well, yeah, let's I will. <laughs> we want. Well, what I was, I was just thinking, like yeah. it would be great. It's impossible, but mm-hmm. a daily comic podcast, yeah, like 
but that would someone just reading comics on a podcast would not be entertaining i don't think yeah yeah read okay reading comics so we should we should talk a little more about last night oh yeah because okay. that's that's what they did they they were reading i mean they had a screen behind them and mm-hmm. there was kind of a digital presentation of their comic and then they also read it they were like it was like a little like a play like a it was almost like a powerpoint presentation yeah they they like right. they like edited out the bu- word bubbles so they could like one click at a time mm-hmm. bring in the word bubbles from the comics right People did like sound effects, which I thought was yeah, great. Yeah, I thought that was cool too. I didn't really expect people. I don't know what I expected, but yeah, it was very much. It was very theatrical, which was cool. I just sort of expected them to put up the full page. Oh yeah, and let everybody read it, and just like or read it Is out loud. Is everyone done yet? Okay, next. <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> just like we would have all fallen asleep. <laughs> two minutes of silence, and then That'd next be page. So like, uncomfortable. No, that wouldn't be good. But no, they did a great, it zoomed in on the panels and they had little animation transitions. Yeah. Um, Because I thought one of the biggest things that uh, in some of the presentations suffered from Mm -hmm. is a really important part of comic strips is the composition of the page. Yeah, definitely. Right? Most comic strips aren't just three by three or three by four perfect squares on every page. They use the shape of the frame that each action is to, to sort of tell the story and yeah so there's some frames that are full pages and some that two half page or like crazy shapes and it's very important like where the words appear on the page too like uh the sequence of the word bubbles yeah totally thoughts. yeah someone i think you might have said last night like yeah. sometimes when you read comics it's confusing it's like what do i read first right, if there's four word bubbles right and that's definitely a skill of the comic artist i think yeah. To put the word bubbles in a way where you know exactly mm-hmm. in what way to read them. Yeah. Um, or even, yeah, with the panels, if they're doing like a crazy shape, you know, it could just be, it's like, yeah, it's up to the artist to make it like really obvious yeah. for us, the reader. And, and also find creative ways of depicting the action, not just what's in the picture, mm-hmm. but with the, what, it, I, and I guess we should mention that this was, this is Meggie Ram. Oh, yeah, of uh, course we should. Re- we should yeah. definitely. We haven't said her name yet, but she's Maggie this, Ram. This is Maggie Ram. It's MaggieRam.com. She is also the artist of our podcast logo. Yeah. So uh, if you've seen that great piece of work. Her thesis uh, was um, a piece about Stick World. Stick World. Yeah. It's um, which is like these stick figures. They, they live in a world of stick figures, but then they jump into books that suck them into worlds not of stick figures. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was um, one of the cool things about her presentation yeah was it started out with these two stick figures in the library yeah and i've seen her work so i knew but i was sort of trying to look at it from someone who didn't Mm -hmm. it's like oh is this girl who just got her masters drawing stick figures? drawing stick figures yeah and then they get sucked into a book yeah and dropped in this other world and it's beautifully drawn beautiful it's so well done and you realize as soon as that happens like oh these this she's not caught she's not a cop out no it's just her characters all, are these yeah. stick figures and they're so expressive they're so and it, it's been proven before that stick figures can make a great comic right um like there's one online called xkcd which a lot of people know about sort of like a science angled comic oh cool um and it's all stick figures but it's very well done but hers just yeah. the main characters are stick figures and they're surrounded by this vibrant detailed world which yeah. is really cool so cool uh, her go, voice is very strong too. Oh yeah, yeah her go reading look at her voice comics. is yeah. fucking awesome. So MeggieRam.com and then also Stickworld is going to be coming out as a webcomic. Yes. 
uh, she told me at some point in the future. So keep your eye out for that. Yeah. Um, So good. So funny. It's so So funny. It's so well done. (laughs) Uh, It was definitely, I thought, stole the show. Yeah. Not being biased just because we're friends with her. No. Uh, But one thing that stuck out to me is she had this three frames of like this big action piece that stretched out horizontally. Trying not to give away. Yeah, I'm trying to 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 spoil what's (laughs) happening, but it was this big action piece that ended in a collision. Yes. And the three frames that showed this happening were in the big shape of bubble letters of B A M. Bam! Bam! I know. Bam! It was so. That was really cool. Yeah, and so like at first you see what's inside of them, and then you realize that you're also reading the word "bam" yeah. across the top. I heard you be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, I was super impressed yeah. by that. That was like really a great fusion of. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the. That's like the beauty of comics, combining the words with the pictures, mm-hmm. right? And so. yeah, and then that took it even the next, and that combined like the words with the containers of the comics, which a lot of people ignore. Yeah. It's just, this is the box that this picture goes in. It's like, no, there's a lot about that. Yeah. Uh, so that was really cool. And totally. uh, it was awesome to see all these people who'd put so much work and effort into yeah, I know. creating these works of art, even Definitely. if I didn't necessarily like yeah, they're all very talented artists. That's um, yeah, definitely true. Yeah. And I didn't think there was any comic that was presented that was without merit. No, definitely not. Um just not necessarily something you would read maybe. Yeah, totally. The, the, everyone has tastes, you know. Yeah, and there's so much in this world that we can Yes, read. and the world of comics is huge and diverse. Mm-hmm. What about you? Do you have a favorite comic? Um yeah, so let's see. My history with comics is not as deep as yours probably. Okay. I read Calvin and Hobbes as a kid, me oh, and my brother. Yeah. And I'm still obsessed. I'm like, oh, it's on my fridge, but I actually just took it down. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's not on your out, fridge. But, um, Calvin Hobbes is wonderful. Yeah. So good. And every time I read it, you know, my heart is warmed mm-hmm. more and more. You know, it's not, it doesn't get any worse with age. Um, Calvin Hobbes is one of the ones I was reading in the papers growing up. Yeah. Totally. Before, before Bill Watterson. I loved the Peanuts when I was reading in the paper. Mm hmm. Um, oh, what else? Uh, and then like, so I had an ex-boyfriend who was really into comics and he got me into Saga. Okay. Yeah. So saga. Like, and then, and then I went down like the image comic road. Like all of those are so, I love that style. Of yes. Comics. Image yeah. definitely has a very like, it pulls, Image is a comic publishing company mm-hmm. and they pull like different, they pull a type of comics different from what Marvel or DC yeah. We'll sign. The art is very crisp and... Mm-hmm. Vibrant colors. Colorful. Yeah, yeah very colorful. Uh, Saga is cool. It's sort of, It's still in production. It's coming yeah. out. And it's, it's... I haven't read the newest one yet. Oh, yeah, I, it's really good. Yeah. You should get it. I know. Um, I should get it. And it's by Brian K. Vaughn, mm-hmm. who wrote another great series. I don't know if you've read called uh, Why the Last Man. Yeah, I read Why the Last Man, too. Why the Last Man's great. Where all the men in the world die except for one guy. And then it's like a world controlled by women. And I love it. Yeah, it's it's so cool. It does a great job of like, I don't know, it's very female empowering. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still obviously rifts within society. Oh, yeah, it's great. The women split up into factions. There's totally. like the biker warrior women who like yeah. cut off one of their breasts to, oh, to symbolize. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's it's pretty crazy. It's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, those are my favorites. Um well, if you haven't checked out Saga, 
listener, yeah. uh, listener. go buy it. I think there's seven Even volumes listener. out right now, and they're still coming out. I'm behind. Oh yeah. I know it's cool. It's cool that they're that they're new too. You know, that's maybe that's part of why I like it. It's exciting. It's yeah. Like, I don't really. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of TV, and I'm not. I can't. It's hard for me to get excited about like, oh, the new episode of this has come out. Well, what's happening? Books, yeah. yeah. It's like uh, you have yet to join us on a single Game of Thrones yeah. uh, night. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're all so, so excited watching the new Game of yeah. Thrones, and everybody's like, oh, uh, "I'm not going to go I do that." I have better stuff to do on a Sunday <laughs> night. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I really don't. <laughs> but I still don't do it. Which is fine. Which is fine. It's just unpleasant to watch. <laughs> Going back to our uh, alone time episode, it's okay yeah, to not. There's no peer pressure, and then coming to hang out with your friends and missing out on this great social opportunity where everyone's hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> All the cool kids are doing it. Well, I'm not cool, so I'm not trying to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was an, that was an awesome evening of of seeing comics and new people yeah. in the scene, and uh, so cool. Yeah, and the the program's uh, really cool crowd. Yeah, also, yeah. Afterwards, know. there was this cool party, and we got to hang out with all the comic artists and the friends of the comic artists, yeah. and they're all... Comics attracts a great, I think, a great people. Yeah, totally. Um, smart weirdos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> smart weirdos are into comics. I love smart it. Smart artistic weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was great. So... Uh, oh, yeah, the program is at... CCA, CCA is the name of it. I don't know what it stands for, but if you look up City College of the Arts, maybe or know. California College California of the Arts, College of the Arts, something like that. That's if you look it. up CCA <laughs> and you're into comics and you want to get your master's in it, do it. Go do it. Um, it took. It's a three year program. Yeah, it take, it's taken her three years. It's been pretty intensive. Um, yeah, but it's great. And she did it. Yay. Good job, Maggie. We're Good so proud job. of you. Yeah, we're really, really happy, and we're excited to see what you come out with. Yeah, keep going. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk to you today, Emily, What's up? is uh, this is going to be your last time on the podcast for a while. Uh, yeah, I guess so. You're you're leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. We mentioned tomorrow the, morning. Tomorrow I'm leaving. morning. I forgot to check in for my flight earlier, and then I was late, and I was like, oh, dang, and I did it. <laughs> well, okay. you you're still going. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got still have a seat. Still have a seat. We mentioned on the last episode at the end briefly that you were leaving, mm-hmm. and then said that we record another couple episodes before you did and we didn't do that yeah, so this we got is one we got we got that one and we got this one um and so do you want to talk about what you're going to do um yeah in i a guess little more detail uh what did i say before um i don't remember i well, feel like i didn't say anything about it before i was yeah, just we like i'm have... leaving it's yeah it's very vague ghost-like thing it's true um yeah i'm going to work i just found one of kitty's whiskers oh like a cat whisker? Yes, a cat whisker. Look at this thing. It's so crazy. <laughs> Audience, you can look too if you find your own cat. I'm sorry to derail it. It's just so crazy. I've never Ew. seen one. <laughs> it's like grossly thick. It's like a paintbrush. If you have a bristle. cat at home and you want to know what I'm looking Pluck at, it. go rip your cat's whiskers out and then you'll <laughs> They'll know. They'll love you. Yeah. But the root is kind of soft. I'm surprised Ugh. Kitty hasn't been featured in this podcast yet. <laughs> I know. She's been very quiet. There's a cat roaming around this house. The who's cat normally... is a man. <laughs> oh, is, yeah. Kitty's a boy. <laughs> There's a cat, and he's been Excuse incredibly you. quiet compared to his normal self. Yeah, he's very vocal. Um, anyway, okay, what am I going to do? What I'm are you going, going to do? To... Why are you leaving? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what are you leaving for? <laughs> um, I got Yeah, I got a really good job opportunity. Um, I am very excited. I'm just very sad to leave this place. Yeah. But I will be working 
you know the you know the book one fish two fish red fish blue fish yes the dr seuss i <laughs> do know that's my book. job that, uh, counting go on. fish counting fish just no as... yeah that's what i tell everyone <laughs> you're so gonna like, go count i'm gonna fish. go count fish and they're like wait what so you're just like going you're leaving rowing... this job to count fish <laughs> you're gonna go sit on a pier and just like count them yep pretty much someone's paying me to do that that's very nice <laughs> okay no what I are you actually daydream okay <laughs> what are you um, actually yeah doing? so I'm, I'm basically gonna be a fisheries biologist um Working as a contractor for the government, um, and I will be identifying species of whatever is caught on in like several different different fisheries. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Why does this job on commercial fishing vessels? Cool. And why are you going? Are you going out on the boats? Yes, I'll be out on the boats for three to five days at a time. Is what I've been told. Okay. Um, and so I will kind of live on land sometimes. <laughs> um, is that every week? Uh, it's on call. So whenever the fisherman wants to go fishing, you. I, they, they call me and they're like, Hey, you're going out tomorrow morning. Wow. So you get Captain no, Bob. Not a lot and of I'm warning. I'm like, all right. Sounds great. I'll be there. Can't wait. Wouldn't miss it for the world. Yeah. So not, I, uh, I think I have a friend who actually has this job right now. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to school with us and she told me they usually give you a pretty good amount of notice. So that's nice to hear. It's not like a call if you're like on end. call, you know, yeah. you know, as far as like, you know, if you're a doctor, fuck, you're right. on call. And if you're on call, you know, in. you may get called. So you're right. packed, you're ready. You're... Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, identifying species, seeing what's caught, um, what's released, discarded. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's anything crazy like a sea turtle that we catch or or like sea, mm-hmm. any encounters, I have to like talk about that. Um, Why does this job exist? This job exists because there is a law, uh, the Magnuson-Stevens Act, that was put into effect in the 90s originally, I think. It's changed a bunch over time. But it now basically requires, by law, a bunch of different fisheries to take a scientist on board. Okay. Because they realized that all of these fish stocks were declining, and, um, you know, they're just trying to manage it better. Like, what can we do? And I like it because you, they're trying to make it financially viable for the fishermen, too. You know, their their goal isn't, like, only restore the fish stocks. Like, right. They understand to... that this is food for humans and, and their livelihood too yes. the fishermen are trying to make their money absolutely this way. um so i mean i'll get to like talk more with the fishermen about this and how they feel about it yeah and how the laws have changed over time but um yeah i like that part of it that it's that it's um beneficial to both the environment and to people trying to make a living in fishing cool because yeah i think that's like i love to eat fish you know mm-hmm. i don't want fishing to end (laughs) do you have any do you have any like actual authoritative power when you're on the boat like if the fisherman is being super irresponsible and like being awful towards the environment can you can you put them like citizens arrest in the hell no no you can't do anything about it yeah no so my job my job title is actually observer right which um is it implies like a very passive role Mm -hmm. you know i'm just there to see what's happening and no, I have no, I can't even express an opinion. So if I think that they're doing something that's kind of messed up, I can't even, I'm, my contract 
says, no, you can't say anything about it. You can't it. say anything yeah. about that. Instead, you just have to report it and hope that. Yeah. And that's like totally typical of like a government job. Yeah. Right. I guess so. You're just yeah. going to be one little cog. But you know, the, the, yeah, right. There's like, there's like me, the scientist, and then there's like enforcement agency. You exactly. Know? <laughs> so. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder how, how prevalent that's going to be when you're on the boat, seeing things that shouldn't know. be done. Right. Or are all the fishermen pretty compliant? I don't know. I would say, I think it probably depends. Um, you know, I talked to a friend who does this uh-huh. again. and she, about, The same friend? About this, yeah. And she said, with the town I'm moving to, which is Newport, Oregon, um, she said she really liked all the boats that she goes out on there. Okay, so she has she's a, been on so far. She she's has not, a good experience. Her, her, she's stationed in a different port, but she has had a good experience on these boats. So that's always good to hear. Yeah. Because that's one thing I'm very afraid of, you know? Like, these captains are going to hate me. The crew's going to hate me. Right, because you're there, like... Not doing anything. This, I mean, I'm obviously, I'm going to be working very hard, but... <laughs> but you're not helping out Compared with the fishing. Compared to them, yeah. I'm and just I'll, another person in the way. And really. you represent, like, an authority over them, also right. in a way. Even though you can't do anything, you're, like, a finger of the government yeah. stuck on their boat. Right. When... And they have to worry. I guess it all, maybe it all comes down to how well it's actually enforced. Yeah. Cause if I know. I wonder about that too. You know, like, um, I, I don't really know how often like we'll come in contact with a species that's threatened and you know, it's not necessarily their fault sometimes totally. if something like that happens. So if they haul up an endangered species or a threatened species not from their nests or happens, cages or whatever way you know? they're fishing. Yeah, exactly. You can't. So like, are they going to be, punished yeah if i if i write that on my report i don't know you know yeah that's really interesting what what's going to be interesting i think is you're going to be back um after three weeks of training Mm -hmm. and i imagine you'll probably go out and either at the docks or on a boat during that training right Mm -hmm. because you don't want to be assigned on your own without any sort of experience i don't think that we're i don't think that i'm qualified to go out until i actually pass this whole training course. oh wow so i can't I can't go on a trip yet. Maybe at the docks, though. Like but we're, I mean, stuff. we're definitely going to go out because you have to do a bunch of safety drills. You know, the Coast Guard is very strict about right everything. <laughs> you know, um, like knowing where all of the flotation devices are and like right. You have to be knowing how to radio to... and you know. Part of the training is going to be navigate. how to survive on these boats. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're being not gonna... able to survive. Yeah. yeah. And if you've ever watched Deadliest Catch on Discovery, you know oh that gosh. these folks aren't, aren't, aren't any joke. Although I'm sure it won't be that intense. Yeah. Um, and then I hope not. <laughs> you're, not up, you're not up in the Bering Sea. Right, exactly. Um, Which was an option. <laughs> oh, yeah? You, you could have gone up there? Yeah. Oh, that's a, that would have been I decided crazy. to not do that. Was the pay better to go work in the Bering Sea? Um, yes. Okay. It was better. That makes sense. I can't imagine that they would... <laughs> Yeah, and you you also live on board. Like, I'm not going to be living on board. Yeah, the boats are out for weeks and weeks at a time um, up there. All of this I'm pulling from my knowledge of Deadliest Cat. Yeah. Which is a great TV show. And that's what I'm picturing your life is going to be like. I think it's different fisheries, too. I mean, you know, there's different creatures. Right, you're not, it's not all crab. Based on, yeah, Um, right. Yeah, I wonder how much crab, oh, crab is so dangerous. Yeah, exactly, but... um, I don't know how many crab boats I'll be on. How many crab boats? <laughs> well, we had another friend who, uh, in between high school and college, went up and just sort of like talked his way onto working on a 
salmon fishing boat in yeah. Alaska. He went up to Anchorage. He made a bunch of money doing that, yeah. too. Well, he and he just put up flyers around the port saying, need a crew? Hire me. I think, uh, yeah, I actually think he ended up just like bugging one captain over and over, too. Oh, really? Because I don't, I don't think anyone answered his flyers. <laughs> he told me that he would go and talk to captains and they would be like, kid, you don't know what you're doing. Go right. away. Like, go away. And he would just come back and be like, please. Take me out <laughs> I fishing. really want to go. Yeah. <laughs> I promise I'll work really hard. And he did eventually get out on did. one of those boats, which is which is nuts. I know it it really is. But um, you do make a bunch of money doing that. Yeah. Well, you can. I mean, he also later on, this is like a like several years later. Uh-huh. Maybe 4 years later, went on a tuna boat and he, didn't make any money. Oh, really? Had like a really bad season that season and he was like yeah, and when I tell That's him that I took it. this job, you know, he's like, oh, God. <laughs> he's like, are you sure you want to do this? And yeah, yeah. it can be very dangerous. And Luckily, you're, yeah. you're probably going to be out of the shit. Yeah. You know? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's going to be hard work, definitely, but you're not going to be the ones doing the actual fishing. You're right. To... And my, and my um, pay doesn't depend on how much we catch, you know? Right, which is nice. Which is very nice. <laughs> yeah. God, fishermen, respect. Yeah, it seems so much like a, respect for you guys. So I'm excited for when you uh, come back either at the end of the month or later to visit or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're definitely gonna gonna record one of these with you, and I want to hear all about the post actual experience of doing this. Yeah, you know? I know. I'm excited. Oh, it's gonna be so crazy. Yeah. Somebody, I was looking on Amazon the other day, and I found out that somebody wrote a book about observing. There's oh, like really? A bunch of sea Long. stories about being a fisheries like, observer about being a fisheries observer did you buy that no book? i didn't buy it but i should have i'm gonna go buy it right now <laughs> so that's very interesting but you had mentioned that i should take some recording equipment with me yeah and i, and I would love to do this i i might do this but like no one can say anything about it i feel like i will be i don't know i'll be fired if For... i if i like record while i'm on the boat Oh, really? I don't know. How does that work? Well, I, okay. This is on the record, everybody. Yeah. Everything yeah, this that is, you do is on the record. It's all on the record. But I was, For we had talked about hours. because you're going away and, you know, I'll probably have to, I would like to continue recording the podcast and we'll have to figure out what's going to happen with that. But I was thinking while you're up there experiencing this, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be anything that's like inflammatory against your job or anything like that yeah no that's but just true. to hear about like a like a an audio journal of your experiences and your thoughts yeah i'm not asking I you to go like really cool be I a like whistleblower this on this company because no, that's I ridiculous know, I know, I know. and we don't like yeah it's <laughs> you just know, a the, very private um the job is very private yeah yeah i mean i, I totally can't, i can't disclose any of my data Right, of course, and we wouldn't ask you to do that. Right. But to hear your impressions, like, I've been out at sea for three days in a storm, and, like... Yeah. And it'd be fun to, to get some of that audio and, like, and share it with people. Totally. Do an audio diary. Yeah, I want to. I think I'm that would try. be fun. So, yeah, so maybe look out for that, folks. Yeah, we'll th- see. We'll see. Well, this is all up in the air, but, but I think if people are into that and people are interested in hearing about this experience and not waiting either like a month or a year to hear about it. It'd be cool to, to splice in some of uh, Emily's audio diary of being a fisheries observer. Yeah. When you run out of material, right. When I run (laughs) out of things to talk about, which is never (laughs) so many ideas, which is never. 
Well, that's gonna be. It's it's sad that you're leaving, but it's it's really exciting that you're you're going on to yeah conquer this new opportunity. I agree. I'm I'm very sad, but I'm very I'm excited too. It's gonna great. be really cool. I think yeah. it's a great attitude to have. Yeah, I know. Who are you gonna replace me with? Oh man, I don't know. Are you just gonna do rotating, a season of rotating guests or? I have not decided. I've been thinking about it a lot. You're gonna like interview people? I don't know. We kind of have any. Do you have any friends who are like? No, I mean like. Do I have uh, any friends? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let me let me rephrase both of those questions. Are you gonna interview people? Like, are you gonna put an ad out on Craigslist and be like, oh, like strangers? Hey. Would you like to do this podcast with me? No, definitely not okay. going to do that. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, and my second question, which I don't remember. Well, I think, so I, I'm going to guess at your second question or your second option, which is like to replace you full time or something like that. I think originally on the first episode, we talked about like interviewing our friends. Right. No. Yeah. This is, we, we tried to do this this week, but. Yeah, it didn't work didn't out. Work we were going to have our first guest, and okay. it didn't work out. But it's been a very busy time. It has. Uh, with you, you know, you're having to pack up, and our friends are all busy. So I yeah. think an option might be either find someone to replace you full-time while you're gone, mm-hmm. or just do rotating where maybe it's just me. But we will figure that out, and I'm sure whatever episode comes out next will answer that question. Yeah, I'd like to know. Yeah, well, you'll have to tune in. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> what if I can't have... I can't get internet. Uh, well, the good news is whenever you get back to shore, it'll be waiting for yeah. you. The, the newest Aww. episode of It's Podcast Time. How heartwarming. Although it's going to be lonely without you. Aww. And I think we, I and everyone listening is going to miss you Aww. on the podcast. We only got five episodes out of you. It's, I know. Uh, but I'm sure we'll you'll be more. back. I'll yeah, be back. You'll definitely be back. I'll be back. But for now, I think we're going to go away. Okay. And, uh... Good luck. Farewell. Good luck on your seafaring adventure. Bon voyage, everyone. Bon voyage. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.